previously on. This is the best of everything SDL. It's Beyond FM from Gaslight. Tonight, our special guest in studio, Luxora. I thought you were just going to go to like an amateur aggressive tug. Find yourself a, kind of a little pudgier guy. They're more loyal. And then like even if the dumb, I'm just saying the dumb ones slam hard. Um, did you call that couch the sex couch earlier? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Me and Joe have been sitting in there this whole time exactly. together. That's why I call it the sex couch. Well, that's couch. why we don't have a blue light Sick. in there. No, okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure. And like That's why JB installed the pretty lights. Yeah. I, today. Were we supposed mood? to do something? No. <laughs> I just sat there and I mean, giggled. Still got the, night's, the night's still young, really. It really is, though. Yeah. Well, it has been a, a very eclectic conversation between squeezing balls, video games, music. I wanted you to have a full understanding of who we were. Pardon me. <laughs> that, that covers it. I think I got it. It's, it. It was nice knowing you guys. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. Please don't Best come back. Luck. Please don't come back. You're listening to Beyond FM. We have all of your late night St. Louis local needs. Hey, are you up late looking for something fuzzy to tickle your ear holes? Why don't you listen to Beyond FM? We got that good shit. Get in real nice and deep. Have a good night, St. Louis. Listen you know, to that's, fucking Luxora. That's totally going to be a drop now. You know yeah, that, right? I you, guys so. <laughs> you guys better be fucking recording this shit, man. Parental discretion strongly advised. I thought we were just a podcast, we're not. This is Beyond FM. We all spend our every day trying to live the best life we can. This is all possible by knowing that there are those that will come when something unfortunate happens. These extraordinary people have our backs when we need them, and now it's time to have theirs. On September 24th at the VFW in Cedar Hill, we get the chance to come to the rescue and raise money for Backstoppers. Backstoppers provides ongoing needed financial assistance and support to the spouses and dependent children of all first responders who have lost their lives in the line of duty. This is a family-friendly, all-day event to bring the community together and enjoy music, barbecue by Screaming Eagle Grill, and a fireworks display after dark. Plus, there are some great raffle prizes, including a 2022 Polaris Ranger 1000 XP. And there will also be a 50-50, and the one and only Bigfoot will be there. And all proceeds go straight to Backstoppers. Come join us as Beyond FM 24-7 will be broadcasting all day long. It's the Backstoppers All-American Barbecue, September 24th at the VFW in Cedar Hill. Brought to you by Girding Enterprises Incorporated. Hey guys, it's Pat from Beyond FM. And if you're in the mood for some great food with an Irish spin, they get out to Shamrocks in St. Peter's. They have some of the best food around, and that's not an Irish jig. <laughs> See what I did there? Get your hands on the Shamrocks famous buffalo chicken pizza, or go for some of the burgers. And those are my favorite. The Wee Burgers, or even the O'Fatty Milk gets me every time. Check out the new location at 7337 Mexico Road in lovely St. Peter's. It's Shamrocks. Yacht FM 24-7 is brought to you by Gaslight, Rockstar Tacos, Throttle America, and Shamrocks Pub and Grill. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. We interrupt this program to bring you... On behalf of the United States government... We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. All right, St. Louis, I want to hear you. 
Crushing out on the best of everything STL Beyond FM. Thank you and good evening. And the good news, if, if you've been t- paying attention the past couple of weeks, each week I've lost, I've left my mouse at home, so I have it tonight. So it's already going to be a good show. Uh, no video tonight, and we're kiboshing the video for just a little bit until I get a producer to do it because I can't do live show and video at the same time. Are you saying that I got a haircut for no reason, Tony? We'll take some pretty pictures later. Okay, good. Just, good. just to, you know, <laughs> so you don't didn't waste that money, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, tonight uh, we have Danny Thacker here and from Number One Sons, and we're going to be talking about music with him and other things. And we have some unreleased stuff that we're going to play too. Yeah, I'm really excited. So anyone listening will get a chance to hear 
a couple of songs that actually aren't even released yet, or at least one that hasn't been released. Um, I told Tony, you know, take a listen and throw in whatever you want, man. So it's really great to be here. It's pretty hard to get me to do things like that. (laughs) <laughs> like okay sure it's your stuff man yeah we'll do it um so i, I gotta give i'm gonna try to do this every week now just because things are gonna start getting really busy for me and going out to shows and stuff like that because like i said i'm only working here another four days so then that way all my nights are free again so we're gonna uh be out and about and we were out and about saturday night and believe it or not we were at the Oz and uh for a lovely evening of rap and hip hop. And it was a fantastic show. So shout out to Rocky Maverick and all the, uh, uh, all his whole team. And of course, Frost Money as well. And Brittany Bernie. And, uh, it was, a, it was a good time. Uh, also some advice that I would like to give to maybe some of the younger generation as they get older, it's never ever probably a good idea to try to give somebody a piggyback ride across the parking lot. It's not a good idea. It's not. No man, just go get the car and come pick them back up. Don't give them a piggyback credit. And it's a horrible. Also, uh, I want to give a shout out to my whole team. Um, we'll we'll bring up uh, the Ten Cents kids first. Um, they've been killing it. Um, if you look at my equipment that I have here, when we uh, started things out, uh, we kind of. Started a little studio off Broadway. We won't mention those guys, but um, and then we moved into this studio, which is Gaslight, uh, in the other room. And eventually, I bought my own gear so I could be mobile and and hang out and do it whenever I wanted to. And now, uh, basically, the other two sections of Beyond FM have now bought the same equipment, and so they have their own studio over there to do their own shows, and then. Our good friend Patrick Booz, who is more of a sports guy, but he's bought his own equipment, so he's going to be doing his own shows, and we're just going crazy now. So it's literally like a radio station is what it sounds like. You guys are playing music 24-7, yes. and you've got several guys who are doing shows now. Yes. It's really cool. And, I love it. And we, we're always open to ideas to do more. Um, if anybody's ever interested, if they want to produce everything on their own and do their own, that's cool. So I can't hold on to it any longer, Tony. I actually brought the secret with me that I did radio for about four or five you years. You did tell me so. that. I think we did talk about that. Did I? Oh, okay, so it's not a secret. It's um, not a secret. Did you go to BC? I did. Yeah, yeah. actually, I did. So, a lot yeah, of great people it, there. It, it, well, Back then the if day. you would ever be interested, we will sit down and talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah, because uh, I'm also a BC grad. Patrick Ruse is also a BC grad. Now, the 10 cents kids, they're... They're learning, but they're learning the fine art of, of doing things and transitions and, and how to get it in and out of things and, and all that good stuff. But they're doing a fabulous job for never been trained to do it at all. Um, but yeah, I, and if, uh, what, where did you work at? Let's, let's just start off with that <laughs> since you just piqued my interest. Like, okay, where did you work at? So I worked in the Rolla, Fort Leonard Wood area at a, a station that was kind of like a Y98 Gotcha. Uh, actually, a little bit more like a 106.5, the arch sort of feel. Um, I don't know if I should say those stations on here, but <laughs> no, I guess I just right. did. We, we got friends there, so it's cool. Great. Yeah, I know that was a no-no in the business. Um, but, yeah, it, w- it was a, a station that reached out about 60 miles around there. I think it was uh, 25,000 watt. And um, had uh, I, I did 
pretty much every show from the morning to the afternoons. And it was satellite later into the evening. Gotcha. All right, we'll go through my history for a second then, since, we, since we've just first met, really. I mean, we've chit-chatted. But Worked we, at uh, KTRS for a while, too. Yeah, nice. So Patrick Booz, our good friend, he worked for um, Withers Broadcasting, and he worked in Cape Girardeau and Mexico. Um, but now he currently does part-time on weekends at Y98, so we can mention that. Um, I... <clears throat> Um, and this is a, many moons ago. Um, I worked for Withers Broadcasting in Paducah, Kentucky for a station called WZZL. And also uh, now I think it's called 105.5 The Cat. So I did afternoon drive on, I think at the time they were called WREZ. And they were basically like Y98. And I, I did a totally different approach and I had a different fake name and all that bullshit, you know. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then I literally, I, I did f- like uh, four to seven there, and then I walked into the other studio, and I did seven to midnight on a rock station, totally different delivery, totally different name, and yep. and it was, I mean, it was a blast. I mean, I didn't make any money. Of course, you know that. You You're don't make, right. You don't exactly. make any money, and you, you try to do 5,000 different people's jobs, but it was still fun. And it, oh, it, man. I'm glad to know that that wasn't just what I experienced. No. Because yeah, you're the production guy. You're the you're managing. You know what's going on with the tower readings. You're doing the news. You, mm-hmm. You're doing it all in radio. And like you said, you don't get paid a whole lot of money, but you get the opportunity to go and watch local shows, mm-hmm. hang out with a lot of uh, you know local businesses, and meet a lot of people. And occasionally get to interview somebody you know that's a kind of a big deal. Um, you know, like I've, Jeff Daniels, ZZ Top, and you know many more. Some American Idol people, I think I talked to. So it's it's not about the money, but man, do you have a lot of stories you can and, tell? And it's it's an acquired taste, but also it's very addicting. Like you got to have thick skin to go into it and, and things like that. But one the the on air part is so addicting. Like I remember, like the first time this is one of my favorite days of all time. So walk in, you know, and, and, I, and I meet everybody and stuff. And I wasn't even expecting to go on air the first day. You know, I was just like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And I'm meeting, the, like, the music director or whatever he was. And and I'm just sitting there watching him for a little bit. And he, was like, got off air at 7. And he's like, have a good show, man. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, you want me going now? And he's like, yeah, man, go for it. I'm like, all right. And I just did the most generic you know, first break ever. I'm like, uh, it's the best new rock and killer classics. 106.7 WZZL. Here's ACDC. You shook me all night long. Bam. That's it. And then all of a sudden the light starts flashing because your phone's ringing. Mm-hmm. I pick up the phone and I'm like, um, ZZL. And they're like, Hey dude, are you the new guy? And I'm like, oh, fuck. People can hear me now. You know, it's not like, you know, when I when I was at BC, it was you know how it was. You did a little thing, and they could hear you in the you know in the lobby. Yeah, they could hear you throughout the building. Yeah, man, yeah. that was a lot of fun putting on those shows. In yeah, there. but there was no. But all of a sudden, you realize, oh my god, how many people am I talking to? Yeah, you know? don't start thinking about what's beyond yeah, that microphone, man. Like, like, like you just got to think that one person. But the beauty, like, so I worked there for like a year, and 
I got in a lot of trouble from from ownership because at the time they were trying to do, they went from active rock to mainstream rock, but everybody still wanted the active rock. So I'd go in there and I'd change my whole music log, you know, at night. <laughs> and, you know, so they wanted us to play, you know, ACDC and stuff and where everybody else still wanted the Slipknot and, and things like that. And that's when Slipknot was first coming out and they were like super hot, you know. And the the funny thing was we we were close to a uh, maximum security prison, okay? And so I would always get phone calls like, this is a collect call from the you know, Kentucky maximum security prison. Uh, we have a collect call from an inmate, and then it would like have the little message that the in, for the inmate, and it would be like, play some Ozzy, man, you know? And then I'm like... I'm fucking playing Ozzy, you know, I'm not getting on that, you know, bad <laughs> level there. I'm going to play whatever those guys fucking want, you know. And I remember the last day I was on, which is weird in radio when you put your two weeks in and they still let you be on air, you know. So the the last night I was on, I was telling everybody, you know, thank you all for, you know, letting me entertain you every night and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, I mean, I swear to God, I, I've got I got like 20 calls from the prison. Just say thanks, man, and, and play some Slipknot. You know, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's crazy the impressions that you do make on people when you do radio. Yeah. Um, like you know, you, you, whether you're featured in the local papers, I, I, I was voted for some award in one of the local papers, which was really awesome. Um, but a lot of I can still remember some of the people who call, and in fact, there's a lady who lives in Richland, Missouri, who would sit on her front porch. And tell me what the weather was and call every day. And I would put her on live and I would be like, why don't you just do the weather, Maryland? Uh, Maryland? And, you know, she'd be like, it's 60 degrees out here on my front porch and it's raining. Oh, now it's not. Now it's raining. Now it's not. And like she would just say whatever she was thinking and sometimes be the most off the wall stuff. And that's the best, man. Yeah, and it would be like, you know, hey, Danny, Michael Jackson died. And I'd be like, I, I know, Maryland. It's, you know, it's been a couple of months. So. <laughs> But you have all those characters, and it's it's cool to hear, you know, that you kind of had the same experience. Yeah, and, and and it it makes them feel more connected if you can make them part of your show. So now all of a sudden, you know, now you got a friend, and they feel like they're part of the station. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember um, I gave away kiss tickets one night, and um, they were playing Carbondale or whatever, and and the girl who won them came in, and she's like. I really want to meet T-Bone. Is he here? And so the receptionist comes back to She's like, some girl that's picking up the kiss tickets wants to meet you. You know, I'm like, okay. And I walked out. She's like, oh, I just want to give you the biggest hug and thank you for giving, you know. And I'm like, I had nothing to do with giving you the tickets, you know. I mean, you, you want them. I mean, that's that's it. But You called it the right yeah, time. You called it the right time, man. <laughs> but, um, so did you ever get that whenever somebody met you, like, man, you don't sound like you look. And then it was just like, well, I don't know what the fuck to say now. <laughs> <laughs> I got that from a lot more of a, because <clears throat> after I got out of radio for a while and I raised my kids or whatever, and I and I worked for a uh, computer hardware maintenance company, and, you know, they didn't see me very often. I worked, like, weird hours and stuff. I was always working by myself and stuff, whatever. And so I'd, have a, I'd talk to them and stuff, and, you know, they'd be like, oh, blah, 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 what are you doing? And especially when I started building this, and I'm like, and they're like, oh, you were in radio? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, they're like, oh, I don't, 
I can't picture you doing right because I was quiet and I didn't go all cuckoo when I'm at work. And uh, so I brought in like one of my air checks or whatever. And they're like, that's not you. And I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then, uh, and I even, and then I'm like, well, check this out. And I brought a tape of my old band and I'm like, this is me singing. And they're like, that's not you, you know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I know you're a little, you're a little off the wall and weird, but I don't see you doing that stuff. You're so nice, you know, whatever. <laughs> For whatever reason. And you know, it's cool because I feel like we've talked a lot on Facebook and stuff, but mm-hmm. we haven't got a chance to hang out. And like immediately I'm like, Tony's a little quirky and I like it, you know, <laughs> because I can relate, you know, people in, uh, you know, your workplace or whatever. They're like, I just can't imagine that guy getting up in front of people and singing or doing a radio show. But those of us or those of them that have heard us, you know, we get on there and, and we do it well. You know, we we love what we do. Yeah. And uh, we bring that energy. Oh, yeah. And there's something about also, too, and I don't know if it's with you, because, I mean, I know you perform and stuff, too. And I don't know you in real life of, like, how you approach people and talk to people. I have a lot of social anxiety. And it's hard for me to just walk up and approach somebody. But you give me a microphone, whether it's on a stage or talking on radio, and all of a sudden, now I'm on because the microphone is my job. Right. You know what I mean? And it's almost, it's a security blanket, too, because... I'm the guy with the mic now. You all have to listen to me. <laughs> right, exactly. It's it's empowering um, and it's compressed, it's amplified, mm-hmm. and you don't want to leave any dead air. So all of a sudden you're just, you know, going at it. And then like you were talking about in radio, you're playing music, which is also something that we love. So you have those intros where you're talking over and every time you're trying to hit what is called the post, yep. which means you have 12 seconds before the lyrics come in. Yeah. And or a certain drum beat or whatever, you know, yeah. like a change in the song or something you'd like, bam. You and know? when you're talking over it, you feel it. Yeah. And it's almost like you can get in and out of that with no problem at all. Yeah. And, you know, to a lot of other folks, you know, they probably don't have those kinds of skills so well the crazy thing for me too was like i okay so um what year did you graduate from bc i think it was oh six or oh seven something like that so mine was like oh one and uh i wanted to be like super you know radio jock guy you know i it's like bam all these elements boom, boom 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 and you know and where it I felt like I wasn't that good of a, of a radio person and I, and I didn't think I would be good at doing interviews and things like that. I just wanted to like give you the information on the artist, the song or what's going on or, you know, this and that and get out, which is a good thing sometimes. And then, uh, when I decided to try to go back in the radio and I got to work with some amazing legends, um, Tom Turbrock, uh, wanted me to, uh, co-host with him on an AM station. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like <laughs> AM, like you really want me to do AM, you know? And, but I learned as, I mean, it helped him a lot too, because it's interaction between each other. It was basically me and him having a conversation every day. So he would walk in and say, okay, here's, you know, we wouldn't even talk before. He was like, bam, Hey, what's going on? Hey, did you know, uh, Cardinals won last night, or whatever. We talk about that. He'd talk about the game. I didn't even watch any of it. I'm like, cool, yeah, okay, man, you know. And eventually we'd get to where it was just a conversation, 
And then we'd start having people in and, and I felt like I was part of the interview too. And I, and I grasped the concept of just talking. That's why I don't like, you don't see any papers in front of me. I'm not doing any show prep or anything. Cause, and that's a big no, no, <laughs> but I want to have a genuine conversation with the people I bring in. So like me and you didn't meet beforehand. We had talked a little bit on Facebook and that's why, I, and I, and then when you mentioned the radio thing, I'm like, yeah, you did mention that to me one time. I forgot all about it. So now I'm glad that you brought it back up at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, we got so something to talk about. You just like to wing it. I like to wing it. <laughs> and there's something to be said for that. Like I tend to plan everything. I've got notes and I'll even, I even wrote down specifically little one-liners and jokes and things that I would say. So like... I think your idea on that is actually probably better than mine because you get a more genuine experience that way. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times I know kind of what I want to talk about, you know, especially when it's artists that I know from around here. But the other thing is like, you know, whenever you have a, a big star or whatever, you can Wikipedia and get all the information that you can on them and then bring maybe a subject up in their past about it. Like, Hey, tell me about that one time you did this, you know, with what I do, there's no Wikipedia, you know, it's like, all right, we got to have a conversation because <laughs> I can't do much show prep on you other than what music you play, right. You know, although I will say one time I talked to Jeff Daniels, dumb and dumber mm-hmm. Gettysburg. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows who Jeff Daniels is. And I started off by bringing up all those movies and I was like, Oh, you're so great and everything. And the guy acted like he didn't have the time of day. It was like somebody secured that interview with him for the station. And I I did the interview, obviously. And he was just like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And that was really all I got out of him. And I'm like, this is Jeff Daniels. This is crazy. But all he wanted to talk about at the time was he was going from military base to military base, and he was playing with um, a cover band, I think. They may have had some original stuff, but that's all he wanted to talk about. Didn't know that ahead of time, but I could tell when conducting the interview that he, uh, (laughs) you know, kind of got into something as an obligation that I don't think he really wanted to partake in. (laughs) Well, I mean... Looking, talking about that now, I mean, his management or PR or whatever dropped the ball on that. They, he, they should have been like, hey, he really doesn't necessarily want, he just wants to talk about this, you know. And whenever you come on, you, you could have been like, hey, you know, our, our guest and I has been, you know, star of Dumber and Dumber and this and that and that and this. And, you know, it's an honor to have him on. And how are you doing? You know. So, like that. I said, I, and this wasn't the first time I did this, um, wrote down all of those one liners and jokes that I was going to make. <laughs> And he didn't appreciate any of them. (laughs) But you know what? Stuff like that, like, it's almost like the things that people think aren't funny, but that you find funny are the (laughs) funniest things in the world. If I would have known you then, I would have paid you, you know, like 50 bucks to just go, hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. And he'd have been like, fuck off, man. Trying to play in a band now. Can yeah. we talk about that, please? Can we talk about my cover band? <laughs> so I could sell some tickets or something. Cool. It's been like 20 years and I'm a little washed up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, 
And uh, we're going to go on tour with Bruce Willis, you know, next month. Oh, play with his cover band too. He just retired. Is that too soon, Tony? <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk more later for sure. But that man, that's that's awesome that we have that connection because it's you know, it, like I said, it is a quiet taste, and it's not something that everyday people get to do. It's not like you know. Hey man, did you ever work at McDonald's? You know, I mean, a lot of people have worked at McDonald's, you know, but having somebody like, hey, I worked in radio, you know, and so it's cool to have radio chats. So that is awesome. Thank um, you. I'll give us some more shout outs uh, real quick. Uh, we, um, uh, we have a new wonderful uh, social media manager that uh, we have brought on, and uh, she's going to do a fabulous job, I think. And uh, I can't wait to see what transpires out of that. She's going to keep me on my toes, I think. Because <laughs> it's not only not only the fact that I'm busy, but I'm lazy, too. So that's not a good combination when you're trying to run things. But <laughs> it's a lot of, um, I mean, even like, I mean, I'm honored that it happened. But I think like last week, uh I'm sitting there doing production for, for stuff and, and doing dub-ins and, and all that. See, it's nice that I could talk to you and say those terms, and then you know what I'm talking about, and people are like, what the fuck is a dub-in, you know? But um, but I kept getting texts from, you know, different acts and stuff like, hey, uh, I want to do this, and hey, when can we do that? I want to schedule it. I'm like, cool. You know, and I'm replying to them like, yeah, I'll get back to you, man, you know, this day. And then it didn't happen because I – forgot you know and then somebody hit me up today uh what happened to uh sunday and i'm like oh shit sorry man you know <laughs> so i need somebody on that to be like all right she already got on to me about you need to have a notebook with you so you can write stuff down so then you can overlook it again yeah later. yeah i need somebody to keep me accountable for things and it will help in the long run later on down the line so a little little add or adhd yeah. yeah, totally relatable. And I think it's a creative mind thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> because, and, I, and I, you know, you said lazy. and I'm like, no, Tony, don't say that about yourself. I, and let me be frank here. Like, I, I think if we're being honest with ourselves, it's, it is nice just to zone out and sit on the couch. That being said, I don't like to think of myself as lazy, but more so distracted. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, it's distracted is a better word. Okay. So I'll sit down and I'll, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do some production today and I'm going to do some imaging and whatever and blah, 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 blah. So I start and I get a couple of liners done and and then it's like, squirrel. Oh, there's a new song by so-and-so and I'll listen, listen to that. Or then, you'll, you'll be like, oh, that's awesome. And then you'll play it over and over again and then you'll notice something about it maybe that you don't like or you'll play it for somebody and they don't give you the reaction maybe that you were looking for and you're like, oh, no. Maybe it's not awesome. Maybe I'm just going to go watch reruns of WWE yeah. for a while. I'm going to go grab some milk and donuts and watch TV <laughs> now. <laughs> and then you won't do anything for two weeks. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I, I worked on that a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, she had, uh, shout out to her, Danelle. And, and, and she also happens to have a side job as my girlfriend. So, um so that's that is very nice and uh and I can't wait to see what happens so I'm looking forward to that. So we went to our first show together Saturday night like I said and it was a blast and so that's the things we're going to do and it'll be fun together. 
Um, also, uh, I don't think I have any more shouts out. Oh, well, no, I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out Rockstar Taco just because nobody really knows this and I haven't really even said anything on social media or anything about it yet. And it's one of the things that I, I'm trying to do with the station, and that is to have the station be played in public places. Okay. And so I'm slowly working on that, and I've been working on the station to clean things up and make it a little more streamlined and a little happier where it's not quite as slow or not too heavy, uh, something in between, and you know, naturally doing a little uh, editing on the curse words and stuff like that so that way I can play it in retail places and stuff like that. And Rockstar Taco is the first to do that. They're playing us in the dining room every night here. You know, so that is badass. So that is, man. Congratulations that is on that support. Very much, and even and they're still going to do it even when I'm not working here anymore, which is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, so we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll do the uh, calendar, and we have some really freaking good shows coming up, and uh, so I'm excited to talk about that. Also, right now um, on our website, we do have. Uh, we usually have a track of the week, and, and we'll have one. I haven't put that one in yet, but now I'm going to start doing a video of the week. Because, like, you you know, you know, as an artist, I mean, that that's not cheap, you know. So to have somebody put something out there that you've spent that much money on for your promotion or marketing or whatever is very important. So I'm going to start doing video of the week for, for bands as well. I think that's a fabulous idea. Yes. So our uh, video of the week this week is from our good friends in Lydia's Castle, and they will also be uh, part of the concert calendar here in a few minutes. But uh, this is their new song, and it's a really, really great video. So if you want, you can either, you you don't even have to go to our website if you don't want to, but hey, you can go to our, our website and watch it, or you can just go to YouTube and watch it. It's Lydia's Castle, and this is Search For You, and it is on Beyond FM. When we say the best of everything STL, we mean everything. Oh, would you look at this? Just look at it. Yeah, well. What the heck is that? <laughs> this is Beyond FM. <laughs>
FM 24-7, St. Louis. Get SDLAF. of everything STL, it's Beyond FM. The new one from Inimical Drive, Dead On Me. And uh, they are part of our uh, concert calendar. And so let me pull that sheesh up. Let's see. And if you'd like to view this concert calendar, it's conveniently placed on our website at beyondfm24-7.com. And so here we go. We got some good ones. Uh, first of all, foremost, Saturday night at uh, the beautiful Duck Room at Blueberry Hill, our good friends from Fire the Humans, Ryan Shaney and Antonio the Great, uh, will be playing. And that's going to be a good one. And I think uh, pretty much everybody from Beyond FM is going to be there. So uh, we got a lot of friends there that night. So it's going to be a good show and very eclectic. As well, so you know, you got hip hop from ATG, and you got some 
uh, depending on what he wants to play, but it's mostly uh, acoustic and rock, and it's, you know, it's Ryan Shaney, and he is what he is. And then Fire the Humans is a little pop and a little rock and can be dancey and stuff. So it's good stuff. So go check that out. And then uh, May 7th, Jesus Christ Supercar with Backwash and Sisser at the Duck Room at Blueberry Hill as well. Uh, tickets for that or $15, uh, yeah, either day of show or advance. So cool. Uh, on May 14th, uh, Outrun the Fall is going to be playing at the Diamond Music Hall. And then the, I, this is going to be such a good show. And when I say this, I mean it. It's it, if it doesn't sell out, then I'm going to quit I'm doing what I do because I don't <laughs> know anything about anything. I don't know shit about fuck. Is that what is that, is that the term? Um, Boomtown United playing the heavy anchor on May fourteenth, uh, twelve dollars at the door, and uh, and along with uh, boss battle and uh, what the hell. Scam. I'm not even going to pronounce it. You're just going to have to look at the website, but it's some other bands opening for them. Uh, let's see. May 20th uh, at the Heavy Anchor as well. Misplaced Religion, Modern Angst, The Scatter Guns, and Coward's Way Out. That is going to be a banger show. And then uh, see, oh, next night, uh, Gorilla Theory is uh, back, and uh, they're going to play their first show back from Florida. And uh, they're playing at Diamond Music Hall. So that's going to be an awesome new show. And, and then another one that's a complete banger that I'm definitely going to. And this is going to be on Friday, May 27th at the Duck Room at Blueberry Hill. Shout out to them because all three artists this night as well are going to be our, our Beyond FM artists. And I'm talking about the Many Colored Death, Inner Outlines, and the Richters. And uh, that, I believe, is a $15 show, but I'm not sure. But Some great bands there. Yeah. And then going into June, June 11th at the Heavy Anchor, Interpersonal Inches from Glory, The Open Books and Serenade of Silence. And that's going to be a good one. Then uh, the next night, which is a Sunday, a Sunday show, which is, is going to be fabulous. Critter Fest, our good friend Critter from Darling Sky and the Centerettes. Uh, it's going to be his birthday party show. And it's at Red Flag, and it's going to feature Darling Sky, Shots Fired, The Randys, The Centerettes, and Chainsaw Boys. The tickets are $12 in advance, 15 at the door. And that is going to be a good time. Um, and then, uh, still looking through June, uh, Bands Through Town presents Hembry. Uh, they are a fantastic kind of uh how do I want to say it a little more digital techno uh, band from Kansas City but they are fabulous um they're coming along with Dante's Dante Elefante and Post Sex Nachos which is the greatest <laughs> greatest name for a band ever and I will fight you if you disagree I tried to resist but it tickled me Post sex nachos that is beautiful, and that's uh, going to be uh, June sixteenth at Off Broadway. Then Animical Drive, June eighteenth at Diamond Music Hall, and not only is it going to be Animical Drive, it's going to be three other Beyond FM artists as well, and they're bringing the Wild and Free, Lydia's Castle, and Divide the Empire. 
should be a banger show, $15 in advance. Um, and then, well, if you really want to splurge, you know, it says, it says $15 to 300 <laughs> I'm not paying $300 for a VIP for a local show, but... What if um, it comes with post-sex nachos? Yeah, if, if they had post-sex nachos <laughs> at every show, then that's when you get them with the $300. Like, sir, would you like some post-sex nachos? And then last I but not... I think I can work it into the budget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you get to have sex, or is it just the nachos, though? Because that would really... And, and what is... I mean, if and it's, is it going to be a chintzy thing of nachos? Is this going to be chips and cheese? Are you getting salsa and meat and, you know, onions, jalapenos, whatever? Or is it just... Maybe you pay for just the chance, and it's, it's a raffle, and it raises so, money for a good cause. It raises money for... The real sex nachos. <laughs> I feel like I took us off the calendar track. I'm sorry. Oh, I only have one more, and that's okay. Okay. So, um, Hip Hop Fusion Fest with Ilphonics, Loop Rat, and more at Off Broadway Saturday, July second, and that is this week's concert calendar. So, if you have, if you're in a band and you have a show coming up and your name was not on the list, it's your fault because I did not find it, and also it's. The venue's fault because they didn't put it on Facebook. And so, because I do, I, I have to dig myself. But the the easiest way that you can put your name, you know, your show on this concert calendar is just send it to me and I'll put it on there. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easy. I probably should have done that. You should have done that. Do you have a show coming up? Yeah. Well, June. let's put, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, it. June 17th. June 17th. At the sinkhole. And yeah. it's going to be a great. You know what? When I updated, I didn't go through the sinkhole this week. That's, That's probably why I missed it. It went down the sinkhole. Yes, it did. That was a bad joke. Wait, let me find it. Oh, the wrong button. Oh, well, that one. That one will work. That one will work. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> I, fucked, I fucked up fucking your shit up. I think you need numbers on those buttons. I do. Well, they are color-coded. They are color-coded. I'm just, I'm dumb. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk with Danny Thacker from uh, Number One Sons. <laughs> Thacker. He's like, why is that? Sorry. Why do you the, say it like that? Thacker. <laughs> it's a fun last name. People fuck oh, it up all the time, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, you look at it, it should be pronounced the way it is, right? Right. You would think so, but. I get so many misinterpretations, and I think it's because the TH is kind of a more silent sound. So, you know, you can throw P's in there or W's and make it whacker or tracker or or facker or fucker. Fucker. (laughs) Fucker. Yep. So many. I've gotten Willing Ton, I've gotten Cunningham, I've gotten all those. And my. Um, girlfriend has a weird last name too. It doesn't look anything like it sounds. Sounds like Yale, but it's spelled J O E H L. So I'm sure that she's got a lot of shit. For like that. a hockey name there, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll come back and we will uh, we'll talk with Danny and listen to some some uh, punk rock stuff and hang out and stuff okay so we'll be back uh this is uh, one of the bands that was on the concert calendar that i mentioned and they're playing here at well not here but they're playing at the duck room uh, at blueberry hill if you don't know where that's at that's in university city in, in del mar 
just to let you know. It's on in the Delmar loop, as they call it. And this is Fire the Humans. This is called Vanish, and it's on Beyond FM. When we say the best of everything STL, we mean everything. What are you people? On dope? Beyond FM. I don't need to be rich. All I needed was to know that you're gonna be mine. You can sound like a bitch. Honey, tell me now if I'm just wasting my time Cause I don't wanna be the one that you're asking to leave And every now and again I wear my heart on my sleeve think they have life in them and i think mm-hmm. people will like oh, them yeah. and maybe it'll inspire them to either get back together or create new music in right. the end this is beyond fm
It's Bored, number one sons. We are not bored here. We're hanging out with Danny Thacker on the best of everything SEL Beyond FM. Thank you for tuning in. Yay. Yay. We're glad you're here. We're all going to talk about stuff and poop. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the crank calls guy? Yeah. We're all going to poop. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing to have the system moving right along. Yes. We're so mature here and stuff. All right. So uh, first question is, uh, at least for me uh, and for some other people, some people, how long have you been doing this? Because I know looking back through some YouTube and stuff, like I'm looking at like 2015-ish. Is there stuff from 2015? Unless I read it wrong. I'm, I'm, sometimes, I'm, sometimes I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there could be. Um, so I actually got heavily back into music in, uh, I guess it was early 2019, and wrote the full album, Not Afraid to Fail. Gotcha. So um, I would say 2019, and um, it gets better as I go. At least it feels that way. At least I hope so. Well, I think, and I'm old, and I know a lot of things sometimes. I train you know, you, I know you, you step back away from things, and then you realize the things that you missed about them, you know, whether it be radio or music. And I've done both of those things, and it sucks to walk away from it, but sometimes it's so much BS that you got to walk away from it from a little bit. Yeah. And um, then come back and approach it in a, I would say a positive manner and, and more motivated and, you know, and not, and you're, you're, you're already, you're seasoned enough to see the things that you don't want to happen this time around. And right. Like yeah. That. And you come back at it with, you know, less poop jokes <laughs> and <laughs> like, let's be serious guys. Less yeah. poop jokes. Like I gotta be business like and professional and stuff and show up on time and mm-hmm. yeah, do my homework. So um, I, I'll do I'll do my usual first question um, as a, an artist that you are. What did your parents listen to? Oh no! <laughs> so I grew up in a small town called Sullivan, Missouri, and my parents listened to a lot of country whenever I was younger and I remember hanging out with my friends across the street who uh uh, my one of my best friends Michael who uh, lived across the street had older brothers that were about five years older than him and they were listening to Nirvana and man did that change my whole world going from country to that that's a bit of a transition yeah so yeah a lot of country music um and looking back on it now like I think whenever I was a teenager, I pretended that I didn't like country and I was different than a lot of people growing up in that town. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I was pretty different in my town too. <laughs> I mean, you were, we're close enough. I mean, could you, I mean, you know how Jefferson County is now. Imagine it. Uh, we'll say I moved there when I was seven. So I'm going to age myself 43 years ago, you know? So yeah, it was, it's still kind of a, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, I lost my train of thought there, but I distracted you with my <laughs> sound. I think that's what it was. It's like, what just happened? More poop jokes. So the Nirvana thing was was that like junior high ish or earlier? 
It was probably junior high-ish. Yep. Gotcha. And that's what really got me into rock and roll. Gotcha. Very Nirvana-inspired. But, I mean... I mean, was that was that the uh, influence that got you to start playing? Or just something you enjoyed listening to? That was the influence that got me to start playing. Okay. I remember my friend's older brothers were already in a band and watching them play, I thought was the coolest thing, you know? And my friend, Michael actually knew how to play some guitar. So I think our first experiments, you know, were like recording on just the sound recorder on an old PC mm-hmm. and finding a tape and figuring out how to dub onto the tape. But, you know, even looking at country now, you know, in the nineties, Guys like Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson are so much better than the country that you hear now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just a small disclaimer there. I don't hate country music. No, me neither. But there's country music that has soul and then there's country music that doesn't have anything. Right. Exactly. You know? It's like, I don't want to put it like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Why not? It's my, I pay for this shit. I, I, I whatever I want. <laughs> it's like f- finding a nice girl and... You know, she could be beautiful, but there's nothing there, you know. I think we've all experienced that at yeah, least. There's a few nothing times. there. Absolutely nothing. There's a lot of beauty in personality. But you find somebody who's you still attracted to her, but maybe she wasn't you know, didn't knock you on your ass, but then you <laughs> You're already getting sex. What are you saying right now? Yeah. Um but you still find them very attractive. By the way, when we weren't on, Tony was telling me that his girlfriend was a 10. Yes, she is. But if they, you know, there's something to be about that it's someone you can hang out with and you can say anything to and this and that where you may have somebody that's, I don't know. I mean, it's, I understand. <laughs> I'm trying, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to compare like, Country with souls, right? Okay, so I listen to a lot of music, and you already know that. Um, so I listen to anything from hip hop to hardcore punk to uh, just dance music, and then like I listen, I love Arlo McKinley, and he's like a newer. I don't even know if you want to call it a country artist or folk. It's kind of a little both, but it's very to me. It's very soulful to me. Might not be to anybody else, but yeah, I mean, it's got to have some kind of heart to it, you know. Yeah, it's got to feel authentic. Yeah, got to not feel like it came off of a production line of a bunch of predetermined, you know, built-in beats and chord progressions and selling points like jeans and trucks and, <laughs> and beers and mom jeans and big tires, <laughs> light yeah. beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, then that's cool. That's fine. That that is country music you know, in a bit of a nutshell, but you know, Johnny Cash didn't always sing about that stuff. And I don't, neither did Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks was a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I thought, that, oh, now I forgot what I was going to say because my butt's vibrating. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Um, there, there is a lot. Um, well, oh, I remember what point I was going to make. A lot of the, even now, Country, uh, even some of the bad '90s country, but even more so now, is uh, 
a lot of uh, those uh, acts are basically hair metal rehashed. If you ever noticed that, like the '90s artists, yes, like the the, the '90s country was '80s hair metal kind right. of rehashed in different tones and things like that. But as interesting, just the, the playing and the. I don't want to say subject matter, but I mean, just the... A lot of rockabilly blues in it. Yeah, now that you mention it. Yes. And Um, that's why Garth Brooks was also Chris Gaines, which was also a little bit like ACDC, right? And and that's why the moms liked that from that era. Like, they were, when they were teenagers in the 80s, now they're moms in the 90s, soccer moms, and that country music was just rehashed 80s stuff. Ah, that's what it sounded like. So, to me. I mean, I mean, that's even probably still happening in, in today's country, yeah. even though we're bashing on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I, I cannot stand even worse than just flat country is the, what they call hick hop. Yeah. And you see yes. a lot more of that now. Yes. That's good. That's going to, I don't know, sweeping the nation. If you will, but yeah, that's, that's hey man, bad. if you can work a trap beat in there, you're gonna sell some records yeah, these a days. A little scratch and then a yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw. Oh, yes. Um, man, I gotta turn on that phone, man. <laughs> we were just talking about this how many notifications are. Coming across our phones here. I, I put I think I put mine on silent unless I got distracted. I'm sitting on mine. It's still gonna make a lot of noise. Shh, listen. <laughs> um so just turned into a hunting show, I think. Yes. We see the wild beast over by the tree. Or it could be golf too. But, um so when did you start like actually uh, writing songs and, and, and performing and Started performing, I think, late to mid-high school years. We would book shows in Sullivan at the Knights of Columbus. And I think a friend of mine had parents that one of, like his dad was involved on the board or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we were able to uh, book that as our venue. And we would actually have bands come in from St. Louis and Kansas City to join us. And we would draw you know, because we were in high school and between all the bands, you know, we had a couple hundred friends. So we'd play some pretty big shows, believe it or not, at the Knights of Columbus. You can make you can make a killing off of under eight, I mean, not under eight, but I mean, under 21 shows, you know, without selling out because those kids, especially out, like I've always, I've preached about, um, you know, the, the out, the, the rural areas, they don't necessarily uh, give that kind of live music. Like, a band like discrepancies playing out in the middle of nowhere, like people just go nuts because they they don't get hip hop and stuff, live hip hop and stuff out in the middle of nowhere, you know. And they're like, "Oh, this is amazing," you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real experience in providing them with something like you said that just doesn't really occur in that environment. So, yeah, we we played a lot in in high school. I think is is kind of when it started. But uh, some of my first experiments with writing music was listening to Nirvana and Metallica into, you know, I may have not even been a teenager yet, but trying to record a guitar part. And I think my friend recorded the guitar part and I just tried to sing some lyrics and I probably had no idea 
what pitch was at the time. <laughs> and we would just put stuff together. Or I remember us being really into the offspring, trying to play along with the offspring, even before we played guitar, you know, with hockey sticks or air guitar. Yeah. And uh, trying to cover Gone Away, I think, on the PC, on Sound Recorder. Hmm. Yeah. You remember what, what was the, what was the first song you learned how to play? All the way through. All the way through, man, now that you've thrown that on there. Because everybody, I think, can pick up a guitar and play like the first. Smoke on the water. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then they're like, "Ah, I'm done. You know, the little laugh and they're like, I'm done. Um, I think I was playing with the guitar laid down and I was using my thumb. Mm -hmm. Man, I got so much heat for that. But it was using my thumb and I think... Come As You Are was probably one of the first songs I started trying to learn, but of course only learned that opening riff Mm -hmm. to Come As You Are. All the way through, I think probably back to one of those Eagles Hall or Knights of Columbus shows, it was probably a Green Day song, which is still to this day my favorite band. I think I remember playing... One of their lesser known, I think it was an, a hit song, but it wasn't one of their top 40s. And it was it was called Waiting. Hmm. <sighs> no, I, <sighs> Tony's getting a lot I'm, of texts. No, I'm not, no I'm, not, I'm not getting my head or nothing. I'm just looking to make sure that somebody's not... Is everyone okay? It's a lot of beeping. It looks like it. Lo- it I'm going to do this really fast. Even though we can continue to talk, I'm just going to go off air and then back on air because. So I think I think we lost uh, lost something here. Let me double check. Make sure I got my hotspot running. This is great radio here. I didn't bring any of my stickers for Tony tonight. I made a huge mistake. And I'm sorry, Tony, but if you would like, I did buy a pack of gum, and it is the best gum I could find. So if you want a piece, if you want two pieces or even more than that, take all you want. Okay, I will admit it. We're still recording the the regular pod portion. We lost our live feed for some reason for a second. So I'm just, I'm doing a little uh, this and that for a second. There we go. Now I think I'm back. So uh, what and I like to do, we'll do this. is chew as many pieces as possible at one time. And that is also what big league chew is for. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Big old, big old wad in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great that we're recording us talking and we'll be chewing gum. Because mm-hmm. that the smacking of the mouth is what people are really listening for. Um, I used to buy packs of gum just for the sake of chewing it all at one time. Like if I go to a party and I would have a pack of bubblelicious like watermelon. And <laughs> like if anybody asked for a piece, I just quickly chew all of it. And then I couldn't talk, but I would try to and end up laughing and oh, drooling. Look. I think I think we're back now. Okay. All right. Well, nobody we, wanted to hear what I was just talking about anyway. We were talking about our love for gum, and it is very nice. So you'll be able to hear that on the regular podcast thing. And so for some reason, we, we went off air because, you know, technology. 
It, it had nothing to do with me. And so, and we're both professionals. So what did we do? We just started talking about a few things that nobody's going to hear us talk about life. So uh, what, what, I mean, what was your favorite gum? I mean, for real. Now I'm wondering if I swallowed the gum I was chewing before. Because I don't, I really don't know where it went. Now I'm going to have it in me for 27 years. 27, 27 years. You think that's real? Uh, I think a bunch of the stuff that we were told when we were kids is not real. 27. But it's probably the reason I have really bad anxiety. Um, my favorite gum? Is that what you were asking? Yeah, what is your favorite? Zebra stripes, because the flavor is gone in five seconds. And that's why you put the whole package off at yep. the same time. I understand. Fruit okay. stripes gum. Yeah, the, the, it was good, though, for the five seconds that it lasted. Yep. Delicious. but It's like cocaine. <laughs> it's re- <laughs> it got high for like two seconds. Right, but it was the best two seconds of my life. A week later, you spent $5,000 on gum <laughs> so you can have that flavor. And I started buying more and more. I actually have a fruit stripes gum truck parked right outside of my house. Really? And it's one of the only two that you'll see traveling the country to this day. Wow. Now, could you imagine how cool it would be if you owned the Oscar Mayer wiener truck? (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't, it didn't have the Oscar Mayer logo because you didn't want to get sued. So it's just, you know, a number one son's logo on it. That would be pretty cool. That would be really cool. All right, I think we're all squared away, and we're both back alive. I'm going to double-check one more thing before, because I don't want to play a new song, and then, you know, we get fucked. So my my uh, software does say that we are live. Hand okay. to God, I have no idea what happened to that three or four pieces of gum I was chewing. I think I swallowed it. <laughs> and I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the show and possibly the next month. Did you just admit on air that you swallowed a wad <laughs> is that what you're telling me more or less okay so let's um let's talk about some newer stuff you just released out of your head would you like to discuss that song in any way shape or form not really no <laughs> no i will uh so out of your head was literally um about me trying to write songs and being in my basement and drinking too much caffeine. I was having the flat whites from Starbucks and I was putting an extra shot of espresso in there and uh, it was getting the the venties and I was having a lots of anxiety and I was thinking about the process of making songs and then I was only putting out like one song a year. Of course, everything these days is content driven. So without content, you're nobody. You don't yeah. exist. You if you're not if you're not releasing a song a day, you're just you're not being productive at all. Right. So basically, in a nutshell, I was just thinking about things way too much, and you know, I was listening to stuff that my therapist was saying, and, and she's like, "I think you just need to start doing more things." And I was like, "I'm going to write a song to remind myself that's what I need to do." So, out of your head was basically taking the ideas out of getting out of your head and um, away from that anxiety and just doing it anyway. And like I said, it's not my, 
favorite song that I've ever done, but a lot of people are really liking it. And I think it's just a matter of if we can get some ears on this thing, people are going to be thrilled. And I think they can relate. Well, we're going to do that now. Um, speaking of therapy, just to share, because sharing means caring, right? It does. It does. So uh, I went through therapy for, for some fun things in my life. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, they you know naturally go through the, the first route of, okay, we're going to try you on this medication. We're going to try you on that medication. And we'll see how you feel on it, you know, and stuff like that. And it made me feel like nothing. You know, it's like... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm good with the sound of mild sound effects tonight too. I don't know. Um, a couple of doozies in there, do, so. uh, some, <laughs> some real good ones. <laughs> and um, so he, uh, my therapist said, you know, I had a, I had one trauma. I got through that kind of on my own, okay. And then I went through a, another trauma that wasn't quite so traumatic. And but we tried the drug thing, and I told him I didn't like it. And he's like, "Well, so how did you get through that first trauma?" And I said, "Music, just anything, whether it go into shows, or writing music, listening to music, or whatever." And he's like, "Then do that." I'm taking the doctor the, was telling you yes, this. and he took he took me off meds. That sounds like a great doctor. And I haven't been on meds since. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's just my story. So we're going to enjoy Out of Your Head. And uh, we'll come back and we'll talk more and we'll have some, you know, more unreleased stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to be sharing some unreleased songs. This one is out and it came out in late March, I believe. But I am excited to share it, and I hope that it inspires other people because that's a beautiful thing about music as an artist. You hope to teach somebody guitar, or you hope to play a song that you created for somebody, and maybe it will resonate with them the same way, and the same way that it you know means to me, or you know, hell, maybe some other way. Exactly. I just want to inspire people right now. This out of Sound, your head. Me too. Let's do it. This is out of your head. That's number one sons on Beyond FM. <laughs>
of everything STL is Beyond FM. Uh, for those of you who are big fans of, of Beyond FM, you'll get to hear the wonderful conversation that me and Danny had that you guys didn't get to hear. <laughs> that shit always happens whenever the uh, microphones aren't live. Yeah, we had a good conversation, and you'll you'll get to hear it in, in, in the post version of, uh, of the show. So, But we're having fun, and we were... Discussing our, our love for gum and other and things. And I swallowed like three pieces of gum. Hand, he to, swallowed hand the, to God. I don't know where the gum swallowed went. the biggest load and it's going to be inside him for 27 years. 27 years. <laughs> and we just played my song called Out of Your Head. And, yeah. and I, you know, here I am preaching. Guys, you got to work on your life. You got to get out of your head and you got to move forward. But yet I am going to be worrying about dying for the next 27 years while that gum is in my gullet. <laughs> in my gullet. <laughs> if you don't know who that is, that's Danny Thacker um, from Number One Sons, and we're, we're just hanging out, and we're having fun. And we're, Tracker, we're not, Tucker, fucker. We're not stressing out over that we went off air for a while, and then we came back on, and then we forgot to turn on the microphones. So, but it's all on; it's all recorded on our lovely device that we have here. So, let's talk about I lived, and this is an unreleased stuff, right? Yeah, this is actually coming out May twentieth. I sent you the song back in late March, I think, and you were like, "Man, this sounds really good." So. Um, Let's have you on the show and let's play it. Um, the song's kind of like an existential crisis. So, um, you know, sometimes you just want to know that you went out and you had a good time. And we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Let's do that. And then we'll. Uh, Unless and I'll just, you had some other question to ask. No, I this don't. This is your show. No, I, I'll, I'll ask you after we hear the song because I have a question about. The, the the after all the lights are off and you're sitting on your porch and you're an old man type thing. Oh. Okay. So we'll ponder on that. Coming up. Let's whisper. This is number one sons. It's called I Live. And I'm going to say it real sexy like this. It's on Beyond FM. Oh.
So, uh, yeah, here we are back again. Uh, the live version of the show is off air, so we're going to just chit-chat. And then once we go on and people are listening, I'm going to ch- show you. Like we'll, we'll, like, go in, like, there we go. So, so the-, the bartender said, that's not a duck. <laughs> okay. Is that the whole story? Yeah. We're officially back on live again now. So Okay. Yeah, that's the whole story. So the best part about this is we did lose the live feed and but, you but, missed it. We were having the time of our lives and the only way to hear that and it's not just that. I actually have the equation or the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And the only way to hear it is if you go back and listen to the recorded segments. And we do have that in this beautiful Roadcaster Pro machine. Mm-hmm. We have the answer to life right here in our interface. And I know you thought you heard it on Oprah, but God damn it, it's not on Oprah. It was on the Beyond FM podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting text like, you guys, oh my God, you guys are off the air again. And yeah, we we know. And now we're back. Thank you for being patient with us. And we were having technical difficulties. And the thing is, and we've, we talked about this on off the air, but the thing is, see, I was sitting on my phone, like literally physically sitting on it. <laughs> and apparently my ass is too thick to have the hotspot running. So that's the problem. So we can keep getting kicked off the air. The hot spot got too hot on that my, ass. My ass is so thick. <laughs> I got a thick ass. Yeah. Oh, we're having good times here. Uh, Danny Thacker's hanging out, and um, and I appreciate you guys all tuning in. And hopefully, you guys will will share your experience and listen to the station more and stuff like that. We're really trying to do some wonderful things and we do it right out of my back pocket and and some other great people's back pockets to uh, make all this possible and we have such wonderful sponsors and i'll go through those real quick because i forgot to do it at the beginning because we started talking about radio and shit and then i got distracted and, and that's what happens in my life so we gotta give a shout out to pops rockstar taco uh, gaslight studio also uh dan ya I always screw up her last name too. She's got a weird last name. Dania Artemisi Creative. If you need if you need some photos done if you're a band or whatever, she's she and her team are the pros for real. They don't fuck around. Um, also the Ink Spot and also Shamrocks Pub and Grill. And also a shout out to uh, we're doing we're helping an event on September 24th. Actually, we were doing two events on September 24th. We're going to be very busy. But the first one's going to be down in Cedar Hill. It's for uh, it's the Backstoppers Barbecue. Uh, all kinds of cool stuff going on. Um, you can get all the information just by listening to our station. Uh, we have a commercial running for that, and there's a lot more than I could just chit-chat about. But all proceeds go to Backstoppers, and if you don't know what Backstoppers is, please Google it and check it out. It, it benefits all first responders to uh, who lose their lives in the call of duty. So that's... That's very important. It takes care of, uh, you know, their kids and their spouses and all that stuff. So it's a great cause. Yes, it is. Also, same day, we, uh, me personally, uh, it'll be the fourth year in a row that I get to have the honor to uh, MC Wrench Fest at Shady Jack's. And that's always a hoot. And so make plans for that. Uh, and you'll, you'll hear more about it as we go along closer to September. But anyway, thanks for 
tuning in and all that good stuff. Now, let's talk about uh, this uh, little jammer, jammer that you got going on. It's called, I Don't Want to Be a Meme. And I can understand why, but talk to me about yeah, it. Yeah, Tony, uh, turns out I'm okay. You know where the gum is? Where? The gum that I thought I swallowed oh. and was going to be in my gullet for 27 years. It's you, in my... You spit it in your can? It spit it in my can. Oh. Going kinky. back to my roots. Kinky. <laughs> come over Thank here. Thank God. Come over here and spit gum now in my can. can. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a drop oh, later. <laughs> Previously on, come over and spit gum in my can. If you can. Speaking of memes, yeah. um, so were you uh, asking me why I don't want to be one? Well, that's you're the, you wrote the song. <laughs> well, have you ever heard that story about how Dave Grohl wrote Learn to Fly and everybody associates that with like, oh, he found Jesus and really it was just him going to pilot school and wanting to learn to fly and that's literally all the song's about. That's what I feel like is going to happen if I explain what I don't want to be a meme. Is and you're going to turn into a meme? Yes, and then I'm going to turn into a meme. By the way, uh, it would be really funny if when the song comes out in June, June 10th, if people create a whole bunch of memes, all our meme friends out there. But punk rock in particular, I'll actually explain what the song is about, Okay, is associated <laughs> with... A lot of memes, you know, um, whether it be Tom DeLong, who is doing the thing from the "Where are you?" Uh, voice inside my head. Mm-hmm. It's what it sounds like he's saying. So uh, there's that meme, and then there's the trope that a lot of <laughs> punk rock bands find underage girls because that's happened several times. <laughs> so I was just thinking about punk rock in general, and I was like, man. I don't want to be a meme like those guys are. And then you start thinking about other memes, like the lady where her house caught on fire. Yeah. And then she was put on TV in front of everybody. And here she is kind of entertaining everyone. And she was in this really horrible situation. And next thing you know, she's being auto-tuned and everybody's going, I went downstairs to get me a cold pop. You know, I got bronchitis, but, and there's just so many memes out there, but the thought was is that all these are real people that have stories exactly. to tell. So the idea of the song is kind of being your own unique individual instead of being dropped into some sort of box like a meme. And it also touches on the fact that Richard Dawkins was the one who I think coined the phrase meme. And then in the way that the Internet spun that phrase was not exactly how he meant it. And I started off with the lyric, like, Richard Dawkins is rolling over in his grave or something like that. Then I realized he wasn't dead, so I had to change it. (laughs) Here I was in the studio recording it when that happened. And uh, my friend Ryan, who does vocal coaching for me, and he's in a band called Archangela, was like, you're an idiot. And (laughs) he helped me rewrite that lyric and uh, it, it turned out great. And I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to I Don't Want to Be a Meme. And it's just a fun song that really resonates in times like these. Now, do you, you think there's people out there that inspire to be a meme? 
Is that a weird question? Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're like, F it. Like, yeah, like, I want to be you know, like just like so like people that just want to be like superstars on TikTok or whatever. And like maybe that's their way of getting in is maybe I'll be the first person like to my my goal was to become a meme. So I yeah. got all these stupid pictures and I try to send them out there. And then now everyone's using it. Now I, you know, I can. Then you become my, a meme. And then you become a meme. And then now all of a sudden you're, you can, you know. Say, hey, look, everybody, everyone's sharing my picture. Now, here's my TikTok, or here's this, or here's that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guess you could look at it that way. That's 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 a really cool thing. Um, yeah, I think that's what I actually meant, Tony. I think that's what I actually <laughs> Maybe you should ask me questions. <laughs> you, you can, I'll tell you what, when we come back, you can ask me questions about the next song. Oh, okay. Because I yeah, think you I'll know what it's going to be anyway. <laughs> so are we playing another number one Sun song? Well, yeah, after this one, but we're going to play the meme song first. By the way, please create a whole bunch of number one Sun's memes, and please follow us on Facebook It's just a picture Instagram. of Danny, like, maybe chewing a big wad of gum, and, and, it's just, and it just says, I don't want to be a meme, and it's just this... <laughs> Big old chew face, like he's like a cow. He's like, oh, so good. Yeah, because I've almost gone a little, through a whole pack of gum since we've been here. And, and then a, a little fruit, fruit stripes logo on the bottom corner. I love it. <laughs> we'll do it. All right, this is no. Uh, oh, you know what's funny too? This is this is me being dumb, like typing fast. So, yeah, if you can see that, I can't read good. Number. On me. On me. <laughs> number on me, sons. Number on me, sons is how Tony spelled number one, <laughs> number. sons. Hey, baby, do a number on me. <laughs> not, not a number one or two. And then, like, it should have it's a question. It's a number one or two. Should, it should have a question mark at the end. Number on me, sons. <laughs> hey, bring your sons on me. Over and they can number on me. Bring all of them. <laughs> What was I thinking when I named what the band? Is, you know what? You know what I want you to do. All because sorts of revelations. I, me, me, and my, my good friend Will Pelly and my boss here, we've come up with a term, and it's called. We ask ourselves, "What is dong with you?" You should write a song <laughs> called "What Is Dong with You." I think it's a good idea. Do it, and then we'll 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 make a meme from it. All right, here's a uh, number I one. I want to be a meme. I don't want to be a meme, Mom. Don't make me. All right, it's on Beyond FM. <laughs>
best of everything STL, it is Beyond FM. Number one sons, or number on me sons. <laughs> I don't want to be a meme. Mom, you can't make me. <laughs> and we're handing out with Danny Thacker. And we've had technical difficulties and everything else, but the important thing is that uh, me and Danny are getting along and we're having fun, and so if the rest of you aren't, it's fine. <laughs> We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> no, we do care. Thank you for tuning in. It, it means a lot to me. It's a lot of hard work, and, it's, and but it's a lot of fun, and so that's what we do. And we do. Uh, I'm, I'm make sure you get my name out there so people know. That's <laughs> that's my last text. I have a wonderful, beautiful girlfriend who is also uh, going to uh, help me with social management because I don't know how to manage myself socially on social media that is <coughs> and so she's going to be helping me a lot and pushing buttons and making me do stuff and getting me motivated and, and that's what you need are, so are you married now? Uh, I'm basically but not yet basically but does she dig what you do? she does and it's the first time in my life that that has happened. So hearing you say what you're God saying. God bless you, man. Yeah, I'm happy for you too, man. Because I was married for a very long time. Me too. And we are still very good friends. So I'm not talking shit, but she did not believe in a lot of stuff that I wanted to do. And for me to do things that I need to do in my life, they have to believe in me. And so yeah, there we go. Yeah, that you know, knowing that you're going to be out late doing a podcast or that you're going to be putting a little bit of money into what you do or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just realizing that you have that sort of passion, having somebody there that's going to support like, you. Like you is, meet somebody, you meet somebody and they're like, oh, he's, he's a cool guy and stuff. And like whether you're in a band or whatever and like, oh, they're great. And then you get in a relationship with them and then they're like, well, what do you mean you have to go do that thing that you were cool when I met you. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, how, how dare you take time away from our relationship to do what I, I loved about you when I met you. And again, you know, it's not talking crap. There is somebody out there. I'm sure maybe not everybody. Cause some people are real jerks. Let's just put it that well, way. That, that you know what? Lot. I'm going to stop being so damn Mr. Rogers all the time. And I'm just going to say, it. no, they're really, you know, I, I think, People just got to find who's right for them. And I am glad in our instances that we have some very supportive people in our life. And, and that really helps. Well, no matter what you do, and no matter if you're male or female or whatever, you, in order to have a relationship, you both have to believe in each other no matter what you're doing. Period. Yep. And that's the bottom line. And it increases trust and it helps you uh, grow together. Well, and plus, and, and, and it is important to me that it, she's very excited about being a part of it. And that is important to me because I don't want to be out there and run around doing things and, and her not feeling a part of it. Like she's just, right. you know, a, having a someone to share it with. Yeah, exactly. She, she's going to share in success and she's going to understand why I'm pissed off about something because <laughs> she'll be pissed off about it too now because she's like, Oh, I can't believe that dude was a jerk or I can't believe they did that to you. Or, you know, we worked hard on this and now it didn't come through as bullshit, you know, <laughs> or, you know, be there to listen to you or at least, you know, when things don't go like you plan, be there to be like, okay, we're going to wake up tomorrow. We're going to, yep, and we'll just again. take the or take the next path. Yep. You know, move on. Yeah. So anyway, 
So we have, we, we've talked about unreleased music and all that good stuff. And let's reiterate that you do have a show coming up that's not on our, wasn't on my radar tonight because I didn't go to the sinkholes facebook page or else i would have saw it and i would have put it on there yeah we're just starting to book shows and i was doing this in my basement by myself for a really long time and we played a song called out of your head that kind of explains that a little bit earlier but i am really glad to be able to go out and perform again it's been so many years and to share this with people in the area and you know for me it's about inspiring somebody to pick up a guitar maybe it's about getting somebody to just smile, have a good time, and we're all in this together sort of thing. So I hope that, you know, the, the things that I've been through come across my music and people can relate to or experience something from it as well. But June 17th, uh, we'll be playing at the Sinkhole, and we have some great punk rock bands that will be joining us for that. And uh, it'll be a $10 show, all ages. Who else is playing? Go ahead. Uh, the Chandelier Swing. Beautiful. And Sewer Urchin will be opening the show. I have not heard them. But. Oh, man, they are amazing. If you haven't checked out Sewer Urchin's Instagram, uh, they have a show, a, a song, not a show, about how they love chocolate milk. Oh. And you got to see this video. Is it like, where they're, chocolate milk with the syrup, or is it Nestle Quick? I think they have powder in there. I think they may have some already mixed. I, it, it may be all chocolate. I really enjoy Like, they snort some of it. I really enjoy Nestle Quick. The powder stuff. <laughs> Tony's only going to listen if it's Nesquik. What is it? Like Ovaltine. <laughs> old Ovaltine. Old Ovaltine. <laughs> With the old people on the Ovaltine commercials. I remember that. But it's a great video. Sewer Urchin has. Uh, I I love music like that. Like punk rock like the Vandals. Where it's like. To me this should be on the radio. Because I'm having a good time. And it makes me laugh. Um, and just how quick they play, the punk rock they play. Um, the, it's very fast and thrashy and tight. So I can't wait for that show on June 17th. And uh, there's already like 40 people going. So Well, that's almost sold out at the sinkhole. That's almost sold out at the sinkhole. You better, you're, you you're damn, damn right. Yeah, you better man. get your tickets now. Woo! We doggies. Um, and then we are actually, hasn't been announced yet, planning a show with Modern Angst that has been confirmed at the record space. That'll be a hoot. Yep. And it, I think that's going to be a bit of a, a longer show. It's going to be three bands playing for like three hours. Wow. And uh, we're working on more, so we hope you can come out and join us. I hope so, too. Because we have some things planned. My friend's... Who, my best friend, one of my best friends for like through my whole life, uh, actually just rejoined the band as the bass player. I was looking for a bass player for a long time. And well, that makes it even more special. It does because the things that we used to do live, like one time we paid a guy 50 bucks to shave his eyebrows while we were playing a song on stages. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what would somebody look like without eyebrows? And uh, he's like, 50 bucks? Shoot, I'll do it. And, uh, you know, that's that's a memory. And I think we're going to do something crazy, whether it's, I think my friend has a projector, so we'll order some Domino's pre-show and put the tracker on the back wall, the Domino's pizza tracker. <laughs> and then when it gets there, we'll hand out some free slices of pizza. 
So yeah, I'm done with it. And, that. you know, we thought about some other elaborate pranks to play in the crowd where maybe somebody gets arrested or something. <laughs> so if you want some excitement, you need to come see Number One Sons. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there, man. That, that sounds like a blast to me. I'm not shaving my eyebrows. Though. I'm not doing it. Not, not even if there's a fire. <laughs> I don't want to do it. All right, we'll get out here, man. It's pleasure. I mean, I, I, we, I think me and you can sit here and just talk and bullshit all night, man. Just I think goof, so. It's man. been great meeting you, and I really appreciate you having yes. me on. We're, we're going to do it again. We're, we're going to have some fun. Um, we're going to leave you uh, with probably my favorite song of yours, and, it, and I think it relates really to both of us. I mean, I'm not, you know, you see me at places, and people are kind of like, oh, man, that guy looks kind of mean you know but fuck man i'm not i'm a, and I'm a pushover man i'm, I'm a, I, I love people and i love meeting people and but you know like the song says i'd be so much cooler if i was a dick you know <laughs> it's true because you imagine it because in throughout high school maybe you saw the prom king and the guy who was always with the hot chick or whatever yeah. and that's what it's about you know uh yeah. Whenever you were always like, what, Ernest P. Whirl or whatever, or Mr. Rogers or kind of the kind of the awkward guy that was more misunderstood. Oh, I was and, very misunderstood. Right, exactly. I kind of still am, but more so than that. And it's not that you or I would ever <laughs> be a dick, but it's more so like yeah. sometimes it's fun it to be, imagine. You think it would be easier if you were a dickhead. Right. You know, it, yeah. yeah, like... If you've ever watched old wrestling, like ravishing Rick Rude would come out and he'd be like, all you fat, out of shape people here in Mississippi. That's not a knock on people in Mississippi. That's just what ravishing Rick Rude said. (laughs) And then he would be like, he'd say, cut the music beforehand. And then he would take off his robe and he's like, I'll show you what a real man looks like. Like he was, he had the mustache and the oil in his hair and he was the epitome of a dick. Yeah. So like, and to me, it's terrible the things he was doing and saying, but also hilarious at the same time. <laughs> but I really thank you for having me and thank you for playing all the songs. It means a lot uh, that I was able to reach out to you and, and you gave me the time of day. And yeah. I hope, you know, as long, I think if we can get some more ears on number one son's music, that a lot of people are going to have a good time. And I think, with us. and I think you feel the same way. We need to get more ears on it everybody's music period yep Yep. we really do have a great thing here in st louis a lot of a lot of great people very talented people in this scene and i think uh, we need to uh, start showcasing it a little bit more going out to shows and supporting people um by the way we're on facebook and tiktok and instagram so if you guys are in front of your phone right now before you get distracted uh it would mean the world to me and hopefully it'll help your life as well to give us a follow and see what we're doing. A lot of good music coming out. Yes. I appreciate you. And we're, um, before I go, uh, next week, uh, we are going to have the great St. Louis indie band, Dear Genre is going to be on next week. And that'll be fun. And we're, we'll, and we'll, we're going to play one of their songs after we play this song. But, um, so yeah, and uh, Thursday night uh, we have the one and only Frost Money on with Talking Dollars, Talking Talking Dollars, Talking Dollars with Ten Cents, and uh, so that should be a fantastic interview, and uh, they should be having a lot of fun. and And I'm actually very interested. Uh, Frost Money does a lot of stuff for the 
rap and hip hop community around town and stuff. So it's going to be a very interesting interview, and I look forward to hearing that and all that good stuff. And other than that, man, just try to support local as much as you can. You know, I mean, you, I preach and preach and preach. You guys spend a lot of money on people you don't fucking know, and why don't you start? getting to know people that are in your backyard and, and, and paying less to go be entertained and, you know, we'll Ab- all have a good time. Absolutely. Can't wait to hear you more in, in local businesses and I will be sure to spread the word. Cool. Awesome. Uh, let's get out of here. And like I said, this is number one sons and this is my favorite song by them. And uh, this is, I'd be so much cooler if I was a dick and it's on beyond FM. Good night.
everything STL. Hey, give your balls a tug, you Ted fucker. Beyond FM. Are you fucked up right now? Me. Yes, you.